It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, oh, man, I'm I'm really hungry. We just had breakfast, Joe. We've had one breakfast, yeah. but what about brunch? Are you a hobbit? Potato, mix them, mash them, put them in a stew. What? Welcome to episode 67 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Disney cruise ship, The Dream. So, uh, Alex, we're going to talk to Alex first about this. Okay. What do you think about The Dream? I don't know. I've never he, been on it. Just joking. <laughs> so, Jen and I, we both have been on The Dream, and we actually both been on it. We were on it together, right, with our families. And it was my first Disney cruise which was a super exciting time for us. I mean, so at a, I've been on the Disney Dream. I've been on the Disney Wonder. I've been on the Magic, right? Even though I would say the Dream was not my, wasn't my favorite overall ex- Disney experience, even though it was probably one of the best, you know? It's going to be special to me because it was my first Disney cruise, right? Even though, you know, Disney Wonder going to Alaska was special. Di- the Marvel, you know, uh, the Disney Magic was special because it was like a Marvel cruise and... um you know, it was that was special. The dream is special because it was my first cruise. Plus, it was the it's um out of the it's one of the newer ships. You know, the Magic and the Wonder; those are the older ships. The Dream is like a newer ship, so mm-hmm. it's a lot bigger. And uh, really funny, funny that I had an interview with Sean Farquhar um, the other day, right? Which is going to go live this Thursday. If you guys, well, it's not going to be this Thursday because so it was going to be live last Thursday. Check it out. Awesome magician. He's a magician on the Wonder. Worked on the Wonder for for many years. Uh, we were talking about, you know, going on these cruise boats and depending on who you're traveling with, if you're traveling on the bigger boat, that could be a good thing, right? Because you don't get to see them at all because the boat's so big. I mean, there's so many different things to do on the boat. Whoever's in your party, you, most likely when you're on a bigger boat, you're not going to see people twice. Mm-hmm. You know, as a smaller boat, I mean, it's definitely, you, you might say, okay, if you've never been on, like, on the boats before, you could say, what is he even talking about? As soon as I was on that smaller boat, because I heard that before, I was seeing people, you know, multiple times um, throughout the my trip. And I was like, hey, hey, how you doing? Whatever, you know, whenever we pass them. Remember, Jen, on the uh, Wonder, we saw that one guy that was well watching a while, like every morning, right? Yeah, every morning. It was the, it was the three of us. Yeah, yeah. Even some of the uh, people that were um, performing on the boat, you would see them, right? Right. Yeah, not some, not, not on the dream. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you really don't see anyone... I didn't see anyone twice. I would say. What a difference! It is a big time difference. So, uh, but Jen, how, what do you? For, I love the dream, Jen. What do you think of the dream? So the dream was the first one that we had ever been on. So we just we didn't know what we were going to experience going into it. Um, 
And of course, you know, that's where we fell in love with the cruises. It's my son's Who hit? favorite. Someone hit. Who was it? That was, that was you. What was I hit? What did I hit though? You down and touched the mouse pad. I don't know. It wasn't me because I haven't moved. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me move this. Sorry, Jen. Go ahead and say interrupt Jen. <laughs> Sorry. Could have just rolled with it. I know. <laughs> um so it was the first one that we went on. It's it's my son's favorite. I was talking to him at dinner before and he was like rattling off the things that he wanted to do the next time that he's on the dream. Um, I mean, it's not I love I would never say no to a single Disney cruise on any of the ships. I tend to like the smaller ones more, um, not for any particular reason other than I just I just like them more. But um but the dream is definitely a lot of fun and good food. Yeah, did did he say what exactly he was uh missed on the dream or what he was looking forward to? He likes the the kids place. Whatever the whatever the activities are in the kids place is what he really likes. He really likes that there's um the mini golf on the top deck yeah, um cool. that we played and you know they don't have that on the smaller ones and um so he those things were what he was saying and of course you know the the aqua duck oh yes. yeah that was fun that was awesome i went on that uh just so you know like whenever you're talking about you know talking about him liking like the kids place whenever like you know we have we all have kids or jen and i have kids alex has kids right and you, you probably think you would feel bad about like oh we're going on a cruise we're just gonna leave our kids in this place all day maybe feel guilty about it right no, no. you don't feel guilty about it i mean these places, number one, are awesome. They're Disney-themed. I mean, the dream has, I believe, was the Toy Story room, right? The, it, Toy Story, yeah, and Star Wars. Yes. And I think the fairies. Um, I think there's something Disney Infinity. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, probably some Disney Infinity. And they, they all have. I mean, the last one we were on, the one there had the switches in, in there, I believe. Um, but it did, had the Star Wars. And it had, like, the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. like, right there, yes. right? Yeah. Which was awesome. And it had like the little table where they were playing chess, and I remember taking pictures there. You know, it because you. So what happens when you go to on a Disney Dream on a Disney cruise is that they have like an open house where people can go in, and they everyone's open. Everyone, adults also, and kids are open to see the play place where they call it open house. We can check it out, see what they have to offer. They have the counselors there, and they're they're you know they're doing their things, whatever. And after that point, open house, no more. Adults are not in there, allowed in there, unless it's your child, and you have to have like a special code, and it's on lockdown in there, and they don't let anyone leave, and uh, it's great. I mean, it's super safe. Um, never once worried about it. If your child wants to get out of there, they they message you, and then you can um, you know pick them up. Um, but usually the kids like going in there because it's so it's so cool. I mean, if I was a kid, dude, man, I wish I was going on Disney cruises when I was a kid because it would have been awesome. Right. But there's also you also like today, uh, the other day I was talking to Chris, you know, one of our patrons, and um, he was saying that he was, you know, he was going to wait to go on the cruise for till he had a kid. Right. There's so much to do for adults on a Disney cruise that in the food, I mean, what you're paying for is the service. That's what you're paying for. I mean, they probably by far and any other cruise ship. You know, World Caribbean, you know, um, oh gosh, what's the other one that's like, oh, Carnival, Carnival, Carnival right? Best service that you're ever going to get. Best service, man. They, they, you're not going to be able to get it anywhere else in the world, the service that they give you on the cruise ship. And that's what you're paying for, you know, um, by far. 
Well, for what it's worth, the very first time that we ever went was without kids, um, just because we had a unique set of circumstances. And um, we were kind of feeling a little guilty, but I mean, that was only, you know, the first 10 minutes that we walked on. And then after that, you know, we had so much fun doing all the adult things and not really having to worry about the kids. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, as soon as we came home, we immediately booked another one to take the kids on three months Mm -hmm. later, but um, you know, no shame. I would absolutely do any of them again without kids, with kids, extended <laughs> family. I mean, we had what, how many people when we went on the oh wonder? We had gosh. 16 people yeah. with us, yeah. but it worked great. I mean, it was we had awesome. no problems. No, none at all. Um, so at all. it's, this is what we consider our true like vacation. We, these are the, this is what we look forward to more than anything. I mean, we were talking about doing one this summer before all this stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah, and hopefully we can, we all we'll get to go. Oh, next summer we'll she be going to Hawaii, hopefully. Um, but we'll hopefully. be doing one as soon as the ships open back up again. I mean, I'm just waiting to go back on one. Uh, you know, because you know that they will be they will be the standard as far as clean and containment yeah. and you know best practices for you know cleanliness and minimizing mm-hmm. exposure and all of that stuff. So yep, Disney's gonna do a good job and. Uh, um, so, you know, if you do live in Florida, I mean, there's Florida deals going for the cruises all the time. I mean, but the only thing is you kind of have to be ready, I think, at the drop of a hat, right? Uh, it's kind of like, you know, this is something if you're in Florida and you want to get a deal, you can't just go ahead and plan it like two years out. This mm-hmm. is something where you have to have it saved up, you know, a month in, be like, boom, go ahead and you have to drop the money you're ready to go a month. Right. Mm-hmm. Am I right, Jen, about that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you kind of have to be ready. I've heard some really good deals uh, of these sh- on these cruise ships if you're a Florida resident. Um, also, you, I would be ready for when things open back up because I, I think they're going to probably have a bunch of deals also to go on these ships uh, as soon as people start feeling comfortable um, traveling. Disney. Probably. Yeah, because we're going to have um, Disney news. I have some news to share about some things going on in the park, so. But um, but yeah, love the dream. Ten out of ten, man. Uh, Eleven out of ten for me. I've been on it. I rate it. What do you rate it, Jen? Oh, I would say a ten out of ten. Yeah, Alex. Uh, <laughs> five out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the his on the Disney dream. Disney Dream is a cruise ship operated by Disney Cruise Line. Disney Dream is currently sailing three-day, four-day, and occasionally five-day cruises to the Bahamas with a stop at Castaway Cay. If you want to learn about the history of Castaway Cay, go back and listen to episode 61. Dream entered service in 2011, followed by her sister Disney Fantasy in 2012. The Dream and Fantasy are bigger and more up-to-date than their predecessors Magic and Wonder. The ship weighs in at 130,000 gross tons and is 1,115 feet long. Its height is 216 feet tall with 14 passenger decks. It has 1,250 staterooms and can carry 2,500 passengers with a crew of 1,458. With many restaurants, shows, and activities, there is plenty for the whole family to enjoy. So, yep, go back and listen to Castaway K, episode 61. And we also did one on The Wonder, mm-hmm. which was episode 5. Um, and that's a pretty good one also. And these cruise ships are amazing. 
That's what I've heard. You know, it's, <laughs> now, you, were you going to say something, Alex? No. Okay. And Jen, you and I actually, we went on the Wonder together too. We actually mm-hmm. went on all the ships together. Not all the ships. We haven't been on the Fantasy. Three but every four. single time that I've been on a cruise, I went with Jen. And Jen, how many cruises have you been on? Like what, 150 it, or something? No, I think it's 15. Wow, 15 that's a lot. 15 cruises. <laughs> that's a lot of cruises. Oh, that's 15 Disney. Disney. <laughs> 15 Disney cruises. That's a lot of cruises. That is. What is that, platinum? Because you get these special yeah. things when you get on. Like, you have, like, these... So people know, you know. <laughs> but they have, like, gold uh, lanyards, and they have, like, platinum. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I always steal, like, gens. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're like, you wear so it around. Like big, someone someone like asks you a question. Baller. They're like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> someone asks you a question, you're like, I don't know. I'm like, what? You're platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Or it just says it really big on your um, your key to the world card. Where oh, yeah. It'll say it does. It says gold on there because my kids used to do that, too. They used to. I would give them, you know, the platinum one, but then it would say big on their key card, you know, gold. And it's funny that you say that because, you know, this is my son's goal. He's 11. And he was like, I have to be platinum before I'm 18. I'm like, listen, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you have a job. <laughs> so he was. So excited that he's now finally, now he's, they're all platinum now. They've all, everybody's oh, man. I want to be platinum. Is there anything after platinum? Like no. Onyx? No, not Mickey. right now. You, you, you become Mickey. You mold <laughs> into Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's what happens. After a wildly successful operation of a two-ship fleet for a decade, Disney Cruise Line announced that it had commissioned two new ships in March of 2007. The ships were to be significantly larger than the first two ships in operation with the latest in technology. These ships were rebuilt at the Meyer Werft shipyards in Peppenberg, Germany. The first steel cut for the scroll work of the ship's hull was in March of 2009. Later that month, the two ships were named, with the Disney Dream set to enter service first, followed by her sister ship, Disney Fantasy. Every Disney Cruise Line ship atrium lobby has a statue of a celebrated classic Disney character, and Disney Dream has Admiral Donald striking a pose. The Disney Dream's lobby has an Art Deco-style chandelier that was crafted in Brixen in northern Italy. The chandelier is 22 feet in diameter at the ceiling plate and comes down 13 feet from the ceiling. It is 24 karat gold plated with a total of 88,680 Swarovski crystal beads ranging in size from 60 millimeters to 12 millimeters. It has two huge mosaic walls based on Finding Nemo in the casual dining restaurant Cabanas. It was crafted by Italian artists. It is more than 25 feet wide and more than 8 feet high. It contains 194,500 tiles in 200 colors of handcrafted Venetian enamel. The staterooms on board are designed especially for the needs of families. An exciting new feature for inside staterooms is the additional of virtual portholes. These high-definition portholes have a 24-hour view of the ocean brought to you by a high-def camera mounted outside the ship. Look closely, you may even see some of your favorite Disney characters float by. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. So... This is actually the view of the the, the ocean outside. Yeah. So I, number one, yeah. I, had, I know about. I didn't. I had no idea about this. Really? Well, I knew because well, you've never stayed. You've never stayed in an inside room. I know. I haven't. But or you thought you were in. You were an outside room, but you're really an inside room. <laughs> <laughs> this is all virtual screens. <laughs> no. Well, I I thought they were. I I knew they had virtual like portholes. Hole, port, portholes, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like live of what was out there. Yeah. At the time, and they have. Like so, not only do they have like a like you know what's going on out there, 
but then characters go by too. Apparently, yeah. Or like the like the like the starfish from Finding Nemo is you know stuck on there once, or like the seagulls, and there's different characters that go by. And the nice thing is too, you can turn (laughs) it off. Oh, so like at night you can just turn it. You can just turn it off and you know turn it on the next morning, so you can kind of get an idea of what's going on outside. You know, you wake up in the morning and then just turn this on. And you know, so the staterooms. I I I did stay in a stateroom one time, right? The inside room, that's a stateroom, Oh, right? we did in Alaska, you're right. Listen, it's not that bad because it's pitch black dark in there. So right. it's nice nice for us uh, to like get sleep, you know. Uh-huh. Um but I mean with digital portholes, why would you have to have an outside room now? It's true. Because man, when you oh, when you wake up and you go out in your balcony, oh, you have like a balcony? in the middle of the ocean, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So are they more expensive for the outside rooms? Yeah. Okay. Um, it just, it all depends actually, because there are some of the rooms that are really unique, um, the way that they're set up on the dream and the fantasy that they, um, they have, um, actually some of them are almost kind of set up like mini suites and we've actually had one of those booked before and it was more expensive for that. And it just had windows. Now, granted they were floor to ceiling windows, but that was more expensive mm. than just having a balcony. So it, I guess it just depends on the sailing and how full the ship is when you book it as to, you know, what, but historically inside rooms are the, the most cost effective and then your windows and then, you know, your balconies. Yeah. So this, this ship, obviously from the history is beautiful. I mean, everything is, is very a fancy. Ship. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I, you know, you, I usually don't like things that are too fancy. I wouldn't say it's too fancy. I don't think. It's elegant. Yeah. It's it's an it's an Art Deco kind of vibe. So it's just there's an elegance to it. Mm-hmm. And a chandelier is pretty massive. The mm. chandeliers are amazing on all the ships. Yeah. Yep. I really like how each ship also has its own character, kind of you know, um, to have it in the atrium. Mm-hmm. Like this one's Donald. Uh, I really like that. Disney Dream has plenty of entertainment for all. Some include Detective Agency. Inside supplies a trio of interactive games featuring Muppets, Mickey Mouse, or Cruella DeVille. Royal Court Royal Tea is hosted by Lady Chamomile, Chef Burrell, and the Royal Pastry Chef. Children are crowned as royal princesses or dubbed as royal knights when they enter the room. Disney princesses stop by to visit each guest's table. The hosts sing songs, dance, and tell stories. There are a variety of shows on board like the Golden Mickey, which is a spectacle celebrating Disney's films and songs with plenty of character appearances. Disney's Believe features over 20 popular characters like Cinderella, Peter Pan, Mary Poppins, and Belle. There is a live rendition of Beauty and the Beast, which is the signature show of the ship and has unfathomable sets, costumes, and performances. On Deck 11 is Arcade, an action-packed video arcade room adjacent to Cabanas. Arcade features a catchless system needing instead play cards filled with game credits. Also on all Disney cruise ships are recreational areas. These areas provide you with a fitness center with weight machines and ellipticals. Aerobic and yoga classes and personal trainers are available as well. There are also places for basketball, shuffleboard, ping pong, soccer, volleyball, and outdoor mini golf on Goofy's sports deck. The Disney's Dream has a few additions to the evening that aren't available on other ships. Captain Jack Sparrow hosts Club Pirate, a high-tech dance party on the deck. Buccaneer Blast is a new fireworks spectacular that is synced with music and includes even more fireworks than in the past. So, uh, 
I don't think the other cruise ships, like the Royal Caribbean, Carnival, I don't think they do fireworks, do they, Jen? No, Disney's the only one that does fireworks. And actually, it's kind of funny because one of the things that my husband really likes to do is on the night that they have the fireworks, he will pull out his binoculars and the kids will make fun of them. And he will spot other cruise line um ships on the horizon looking for and he'll and he'll look at them and he'll be like oh look there's a royal caribbean ship because they will stop and they will um they'll you know kind of watch from afar yeah so and there's even been stories about dueling fireworks if the ships pass each other which we've not we've seen the ships pass each other before but i don't think that we've ever seen dueling fireworks we've seen another one of the disney ships pull up a lot closer to watch our fireworks but did, We've not seen the dueling. Did um didn't he once get two Disney ships to duel like the horns? He did. That's his that's one of his claims to fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a funny story. And I it wasn't on the dream though. No, it wasn't? No, it wasn't on the dream. It was can, on the magic. It, but he did do that. Huh? You can't share it then. <laughs> no. That's kind of a funny story though. Because the, 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 the well, it's kind of cheap, okay? Because the horns on a Disney ship are not horns. They're electronic. Uh huh. Well, the the magic and the wonder is a real horn. The really? dream and the fantasy. Oh, yeah. The okay. dream and the that's why the magic and the wonder don't change. There, it's only the the one horn. But uh, the dream and the fantasy, oh. they have theirs are electronic and can be programmed because, like on the um on the fantasy when they do the the Star Wars um day at sea cruises, you know they program it with um you know the Imperial Death March or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I said that right, I think. No, you did. Whatever it's called, Darth Vader's thing. They the do Imperial, that. Yeah, the Imperial March, whatever. Um, so, also, Beauty and the Beast. What did you think of the show? It's pretty amazing, I, wasn't it? I do like Beauty and the Beast. I like Beauty and the Beast a lot. I like all the signature shows. That one was one of the first ones that really like wowed you. But mm-hmm. believe it or not, um, the um, the Golden Mickey's has always been one of my favorites. I've never seen that one. That's on all. Really, of them, it's though. always on the first night. That's on all of them, though, right? Nope. Uh, it's on a couple of them, but I, the first night and the first time I saw it was on the dream. So I guess it kind of just sticks with me there, but it is, it's a nice little intro to, um, you know, the cruise ship evening entertainment, which Mm -hmm. I really feel like I know that a lot of the other, um, you know, the other ships, they, you know, they, I've seen different shows and, and tributes and things like that on the other cruise lines, but I really feel like Disney does a very good job with their and evening entertainment as far as like, you know, the shows that they mm-hmm. do, their headlining shows. Yeah. Uh, so Beauty and the Beast, what I really enjoyed about Beauty and the Beast is that obviously it's a small stage, not really small, but it's like, you know, it's just a, a stage, like a normal stage or whatever. But there's one part, you know, where Belle's kind of walking through town. And it felt like Belle was walking through the town. You know, it felt like she was, uh, it was a lot bigger area than what it seemed because it was just on stage because they had moving, like the parts in the stage was, the sets, uh, were, the sets were moving. Yeah. The oh. sets are, yeah. So she's it's like, really, wa- the, she, yeah. The perspective, sorry, I was talking over you. No, but no, yeah, sorry. the perspective of it makes it seem like they're, like Dude. they're actually walking that's through the cool. town. It's crazy. It was awesome, man. Hmm. It was so awesome. Uh, and they pick uh, someone from the, the crowd to be chip. You know, he's like one line, I think. Yes, I go ahead and say. And so someone's chipped from the crowd. And uh, I mean, it is, it is a fantastic performance over, just overall. And um, how often is that played on the ship? Is that like every night or every couple nights? They do a different show every night. So what happens is, and again, this is, you know, before the new world we live in and who knows what will happen then. But um, 
what they do is they'll have the headlining show. So the, um, you know, let's say it's Beauty and the Beast. They'll have two showings of it. So they'll have one that is the opposite of the dinner that's going yep. on. And then you flip. So depending on what dinner you have, you may see the show, have the option to see the show before dinner or after dinner. Um, and then usually it's played back on the TV the next morning. You oh, can I know see it if you TV. miss it. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Just throwing out there, late dinners. I probably mentioned this before in the podcast, probably back when the wonder, right? You might say, oh, late dinner. Why do you want to eat a late dinner? Best thing you can do. Well, oh. you don't rush with the late dinner. Well, That's you don't have I to like rush. It. I like it because you get to eat two dinners. Because <laughs> you can eat your five o'clock dinner, right? And then you get your eight o'clock dinner. Why are you eating a five o'clock dinner if you're scheduled for eight o'clock? Because you're hungry around that time. You don't have to have like a massive dinner, but you can go ahead and eat twice. What'd you do anyways? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can go ahead and get your... Dude, it's the best, man. You know? If you can't find Joe when you're on one of these guarantee you he's up on deck like the pool deck at one of the little pool deck restaurants up there that's where he is Mm -hmm. eating a spicy chicken sandwich all day Mm. or ice cream or ice cream that's for sure or both both yeah actually yeah you're right (laughs) disney's oceaneers club is a great place for kids ages 3 to 12 to play in a toy story themed room explore pixie hollow with tinkerbell and take a simulated flight on star wars millennium falcon the Millennium Falcon features more than a thousand LED lights, four animated props, including R2-D2 and dozens of unique sound effects. Here you get to interact with buttons, levers, and controls that allow you to trigger special detours through the galaxy, such as the Death Star Trench run sequence from the original 1987 Star Tours attraction at Disneyland. There are also activities with characters like puzzle playtime with Mickey and friends. This lets children play games alongside their favorite Disney characters. There are even more experiences with Disney's Oceaneer Lab, Edge, and Vibe, which are club rooms for tweens to hang out and a teen club with its own private pool. Disney Dream has things for adults too. You can unwind at Sense's Spa or indulge yourself at the restaurants Palo or Remy, which are both exclusive for adults. You can grab an after-dinner drink at Meridian or head to the district which has the wine and champagne bar Pink or other adult beverages at Skyline, Pub 687, District Lounge, or Evolution. The Quiet Cove is adults-only, ages 18 and up, pool area. There are two Whirlpool spas at one end of the pool. On the Dream is the Cove Bar, which is an elegant swim-up bar. So, um, you know something? I have yet to really spend time in the grown-up area. Really? Yeah, really? Man. Yeah, I have not. Oh, right? pink is so pretty. It's really a cool place, and... um. I feel like you were you've been in the pubs because you that's like oh, one of our favorite yeah. places to hang out is in yeah. the pub. Uh, yeah, the pub is really actually that I've been to the pub. I haven't been to like the the quiet cove area where it's kind of like the pool area just for adults. Mm-hmm. I only walk through there when I go to the gym, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but the pub, oh yeah, the pub is that it, that's a lot of fun. Do you I know mean, why it's called six eight seven? I don't know. No, but I, I bet you're going to tell us. No, I don't. I didn't look it up. I didn't oh, have time. all right. I I'm was gonna hoping have to you find that because there, there's significance to it. I'm of gonna course, have there to is. Find it. They're not like, hey, give me three numbers. Uh, six, eight, seven. Is that good? It's the whole number for the when they were making. Uh, um, it's when they were building the ship. It's mm. that was the whole number was six, eight, seven. I knew that. That was a trivia question once. It might have been. Um, so, the um, the kids. It's something that's kind of nice is the way that the kids' places are kind of separated out. Mm-hmm. So um, that it makes it kind of nice because you have you know the younger set, and then you've got you know your kind of tweens that don't really you don't 
necessarily want them with the teenagers, but they're kind of have outgrown um, the mm -hmm. Oceaneer lab. So they have their own little place. And that's kind of a big rite of passage is, you know, being able to graduate up to going into the, um, the edge. And then um, the vibe is the vibe on the bigger ships is that, I think that one is so the edge is the one that you can see it from the adult area. I'm pretty sure. So that's kind of funny because I remember texting our daughter when she was in the edge, like I could see her hanging out and, you know, doing whatever in there. And I could text her and say, Hey, I see you, which I'm sure she loved. But... <laughs> She's just so, ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, but it is, it's really neat how they have it all divided out. And so, you know, the kids all are kind of with the same age. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, so my parents, when they decided to do vacation, they had two options. They could either a do cruises or B do timeshares and they chose timeshares. So we went on timeshares and vacations. And I think looking back, I think a cruise would have been so much better because of those kid areas, because I went with them and they had a lot of stuff they want to do by themselves, like their adult stuff. And I, they could have thrown me in a kid area and I could have been done so much better oh, than man. tagging along with them to go to all these different places that I don't really care about seeing. And, uh, Dude, so man. That, I missed out on that. That, that would have been cool. I think in these kids areas, they have like tournaments. Cause like, you know, you have your navigation on your, I know. So do I, <laughs> I love tournaments too. I'm like, I want to play in these tournaments, but you can't cause I'm not a kid, <laughs> but you can see like the navigation thing. I'm like, oh, car tournament. I'm like, I'm in. Let's do this. Oh, kid. Oh, dang it. I, I can't go in the kid area. Or it'll be like basketball tournament. I'm like, oh, this is all for me. Nope. Gaga ball. I love Gaga ball. Dude, I'll tear up some Gaga ball. Why don't they have tournaments for adults? Because adults want, don't want to do it. <laughs> Too bad you're not like 5'2", because you need to pass off as a kid. That's true. So, you know, when Emma, it'll be it'll be kind of surreal for you because when you take Emma, mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to, she'll be telling you, dad, take me. I want to go to the kid's place. Cause that's what, you know, my kids do. Yeah. I mean, when they were younger, now they're older, they're like, um, peace out. I'm going, I'll, I'll see you at dinner. But, um, before it would be, you know, Hey, can I go to the kid's place? Can we go to the kid's place now? Or you'd have to pull them out for dinner. And they'd be like, no, yeah. I don't want to leave. Sherry tells me to stop looking at her once in a while. Who am I? <laughs> Why are you staring at her? She was doing something. She was doing something. Ask her a question. She goes, stop looking at me. I'm like, what are you talking about? It begins. <laughs> there are plenty of pools for adults and children on board, along with water activities. On deck 11, there are pools surrounded by lounge chairs with tables and chairs. Mickey's pool is designed for little mouseketeers. This pool is shallow and nearby is a slide and slash area. The slide is being held up by Mickey's hand, a very recognizable spot on the deck. Donald's pool is located nearby to Mickey's pool. Also by Mickey's pool is the 1500 square foot Nemo's Reef. This location is shaded by the sun and is handicapped accessible. Nemo's Reef features Nemo, Dory, and Marlin characters that spray water. There is also a mini-sized Mr. Ray water slide and several other interactive features. A large feature of this ship is the aqueduct. This is a water coaster featuring 250 yards of transparent tubing that sends you twisting and turning over the top decks and out over the sea. This coaster is 765 feet long and features a four-deck drop. Riders must be at least 42 inches to ride. For more relaxing entertainment, see a current Disney movie in one of the theaters. Enjoy several retail shops that offer exclusive DCL merchandise as well as a variety of other products and duty-free goods. Play a board game or learn how to draw Mickey Mouse. The fun is yours to discover aboard Disney Dream. So, Aqueduct. 
Yeah, that's not, that looks dude, man. Amazing. It's fun. It was a little cold when I went on it with with my wife Mel, you know, but uh-huh. uh, it was fun, especially when you're going off the ship and then it shoots you up just a little bit. That sounds crazy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you said, I think I thought asked you before the wait time. You said is not bad for being such a fun ride. It all depends on when you go. I think when I went, it was like 30 minutes. I've seen probably like an hour wait, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you have to go. It just, it just um, the best times to go are if you come back on the ship from like a port day, you can um, you can usually get on it pretty quick. Or if exactly. it's an overcast yep. day. But days at sea, you know, like noon on a, a, a sea day, yeah, you're looking at like an hour. Dang. So um, the pools, are they are they? Like from what I can tell, I didn't see too many pictures or layouts. But from what I can tell, they're all like generally in the same area. Is that correct? What's in the same area? All the pools. No, the adult use... pool isn't. Right, the adult yeah. pool is by itself. I'm saying all the kids' pools, not really. The family pool, they're all not next to each other. No, yeah, no. yeah. Well, no, they they are. Um, it's like a restaurant there's... separating them. No, um, I think no, I think I know what you're thinking of. But no, there's um, the Mickey shaped pool the shallow one mm-hmm. that one has it's on one side of the deck um and then the ch- there are chairs facing that and then when you walk to the other side of that same deck area there's the deeper pool and it has chairs facing the funnel vision which is the oh um, yeah you know the movie screen watch some movies oh, okay when you're in so the pool. so they're in the same general area and then there's hot tubs off to the sides i didn't even go in the pool Really? Oh, well, you don't go in the pool in my house. So. Yeah, I don't like your pool, man. I go in Jen's house. <laughs> you don't like my pool? <laughs> no. It hurts, it hurts man. It rough? Yes. <laughs> is it not rough? You go in there, you're going to get scratched. It is. It's rough. <laughs> just don't move around so much. I'm just going to go don't in there. Thrash around. I guess you're right. Passengers on Disney Dream will rotate between three different dinner eateries. Elegant French Fair at Enchanted Garden serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner as a main dining restaurant. During the daytime meals, the ceiling is a bright blue sky. For the evening meal, the Enchanted Garden transforms itself from day to night with a starry sky full of constellations. The centerpiece is a seven-foot-tall fountain with a Mickey Mouse statue in the center. Storybook Fine Dining at Royal Palace Restaurant serves French-inspired cuisine fit for a king or queen. The decor is inspired by classic Disney princess films, including hand-painted portraits of Aurora, Cinderella, Snow White, and Belle. There is a fully immersive animator's palette restaurant. There are TV screens on the walls around the restaurant where Finding Nemo characters will visit the tables to chat with the guests. There is also the animation magic. Guests are invited to draw Disney characters on placemats, which are collected by the staff. The drawings will later show up as animations on the screens surrounding the room. After the show, the drawings are returned to the guests with a special animator's stamp. The show uses special Disney-created software to bring the drawings to light along with a brand new musical score and never before seen scenes from Disney films. So the rotational dining, that is something that is um, unique to Disney and it's really cool how they do it. What does that mean? So you have the same wait staff that um, every night. So, but you're in a different restaurant. So on your, um, your key to the world card, there's a little, there's a, a long acronym well, and it, it's the first letter of the restaurant you eat at. 
every night so that you know and it has your table number on it and everything so you would start off let's say at um enchanted garden for night one for dinner so then you would eat dinner with you know whoever it is that you're you're seated with you know if it was a big group of us we would all eat dinner together and then the next night you would look at your um your card and it would say okay you're at animators so then you that you would present you know at the same time to animators but your your waiters are going to be there and you're sitting with the same people so you they follow you through your entire cruise and so that's kind of nice because they get to know you and you know they know your likes your dislikes your allergies your drinks things like that but you get a different experience in each one of the restaurants they're just very well versed in it because they're rotating with you and you know they they get to learn all of that so it's really kind of nice it's cool it's different um you know the the menus are different too if you go longer than three nights you know it changes out or they have a special pirate night menu um for that night it's um and it's really you know they're and they're drastically different restaurants so that's what's kind of nice about it yeah big time yeah i wrote that i had no idea that you didn't get to choose where you ate every night no did not know i mean you can go ahead well you always have the option yeah what do you mean you just said you're assigned a restaurant but if you don't want to go to that restaurant, you can order room service. Right. Yeah. I'm saying, can... I know that. But I'm saying you're assigned okay. a restaurant that you have to go to. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. You don't have to go. And plus, right. and know what you could do also, just saying, you can go ahead and if say you didn't want to go to dinner that night, you can have room service from that restaurant, you know, that night. They, they'll bring it up to your room. So you don't have to go and sit down there at dinner. Mm. But I mean, Cabanas, did we mention, I don't think we mentioned Cabanas it yet. It comes no? up. Yeah. Cabanas, man, that's a, that's a pretty good place to eat. Uh, I really enjoy that. It's more like, um, you know, like a Quincy's or Ryan Steakhouse. Obviously, a lot better food, you know, fresh fruit and stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the other one that's really popular? That's like a um, Golden Crow, you know? Yeah. So, but it's a lot better food. But you can go there and eat there, too. That's open, like, you know, for lunch and dinner, too. Right. Cabana's is a casual dining restaurant that serves fresh food favorites. You have the option of eating indoors or outdoors on the pool deck. Cabana's is a buffet that also serves a few made-to-order food choices for breakfast and lunch. At dinner, the restaurant becomes a table-service dining room serving main dining specialties. Palo and Remy are adult-only restaurants. Palo has an amazing 270-degree ocean view from high atop the ship on deck 10. This restaurant features outstanding northern Italian cuisine prepared to order. The French-inspired restaurant is named Remy, after the star of the hit film Ratatouille, and uses seasonal ingredients from around the world. Several different dining experiences being offered include tasting opportunity, dessert experience, seasonal truffle menu, and caviar selections. Both Palo and Remy have a dress code, tuxedo or jacket with dress pants for men. Women may wear a cocktail dress, pantsuit, or a skirt or blouse. And no tennis shoes. So this, the, so first off, you know, Cabanas. My memory, one of my memories on the dream is going to on the ship and then rushing up and getting eating at Cabanas, and uh, it. I had this like a fresh mozzarella bread and tomato. It's a comprisi, I think it is right, but it's like a little sandwich, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And I'm not just talking about mozzarella. I'm talking about you know like the fresh mozzarella you get from like you like know in waffle. the back, huh? <laughs> the what? Like buffalo mozzarella. Yeah, man. It was so good, right? I'm talking about the mozzarella that comes like a little package with like, you know, it's wet almost because it's like fresh mozzarella, I guess. Yeah. It was like that mozzarella. And it was so delicious. Uh, but let's talk about Palo, Jen. <laughs> what? I have a... 
I have a funny, I do have a funny dream uh, memory about Paulo that I'll talk about later that has to do with uh, my husband. But, um, you know, we, Paulo, we've done, have you done the dinner, Joe, or no? No, no. Just the brunch. Not. Yes. So the the very first time we went, we did the dinner because we didn't know any better. And um, the dinner was great. I mean, it's a, it's a course dinner. It's it's very, very nice, relaxed um, dining. I mean, you definitely feel like you're catered to by the wait staff. It is worth every penny of the additional cost. And then we discovered the brunch. Uh-huh. And the brunch um, is something, if you, you've ever seen my husband on a mission. His mission is to make sure that we get that brunch every time we go come hell or high water. Yeah. And if you're a Patreon right now, uh, we're recording live on zoom and you can see Jen's background is Paolo, right? It is. Yeah. And funny story, my friend, Greg, he was, he's a big Disney fan and he went on a Disney cruise this past year and he booked, uh, Paolo dinner and brunch, right? So I told him, I was like, man, you gotta get brunch. Trust me, don't worry about the dinner, get brunch, right? And he was like, okay, okay. I guess one of his other friends told him to get dinner. So he got dinner also, right? So he had dinner. And then it, I think it was like one where it was like on a port here in Florida somewhere. And he called me. He's like, listen, man, I had Paulo dinner. It was good. But it was, uh, dude, I'm so upset because you totally like talked it up how great it was. And I was like, it was not great. And I go, dude, I was like, did you get brunch? And he's like, no, I had the dinner. I was like, well, I told you it was brunch that is really good, right? Dinner's good, but it's not nearly as good as the brunch. So he's like, okay, okay, man, okay, man, okay, man. Next day, right, he calls me, and he's like, dude, you're right, man. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, at first, I was so mad at you. I was sitting there at dinner, and I'm like, Joe, I'm going to go ahead and get on him, whatever, because he, he was with his girlfriend, whatever. He's like, I'm going to get on him. He's like, this wasn't as good as he said it was going to be. And then he sat down for brunch, and then he he's like, oh, okay. He was right. I feel bad for saying that, whatever. You know, he called me. He's like, he still talked to me about it today. He's like, Paolo lasagna, man. Paolo lasagna. I'm like, yes, Paolo lasagna is the best you're ever going to have. You don't believe it until you actually have it. The food's amazing. It's probably some of the best food you're going to have ever in your life, no matter where you go. What makes brunch so much better? Well, Jen, at the dinner, do they have the, the buffet there? No. Okay. Uh, So the brunch, the brunch is a combination of, you know, they try to make it like a course brunch, but they do it. um, So part it's partially kind of like a, um, a breakfasty kind of lunch buffet. Um, A lot of, you know, small, almost like, you know, tapas style, like small portions of things that you can go up and get yourself. Um, They've got a bunch of artisanal cheeses and um, you know, breakfast pastries best almond croissant i've oh, ever man. had in my life was oh, was there so then so you start with that and um I, they always give you a complimentary glass of like champagne or a mimosa or something along those lines and then <laughs> once you have had your little samplings from there which you can go up as many times yeah. as you want then they bring you the menu and the menu's probably got a dozen different signature um entrees some are breakfast some are you know like a little heavier in the lunch I mean, you can go anywhere from pancakes to like a flatbread pizza to the lasagna, the chicken parm, um, which is amazing. Right, Ooh, you can parm. order you can order so as good. many as you want. As many as you want. Um, Better than your mom's chicken parm, dude. It's the best chicken parm you're ever gonna have in your life. Wow. So the guys, it, it feels like to me every time we go that the guys will eat themselves into the point of hurting. I think yeah. like it's I normal it. for my husband to excuse himself. 
and have to like go and hide in our room for a couple of hours because he's eaten so much that he's miserable because it's just Dude, it's, it's the best man you get to eat and then you get to go back to your room and watch marvel and lay in bed and have like you know <laughs> go into like a food coma uh but you know you can go there and be like mel's sister when she was on the boat well, like the first time we ordered anything she was like i can order as much as i want <laughs> and we're like yeah and she's like how much is it it's like it's included like in the price like you can order like every meal everything that you want here you can order this that 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 whatever it doesn't make a difference they're gonna bring it to you right yeah and they, they, they start bringing you stuff that you don't even want like the waiters and waitresses they're like okay you like beignets oh here's about 50 beignets and like we just ordered <laughs> one thing a beignet right right jen weren't they like yeah, bringing yeah. this beignets like crazy <laughs> like that, Nick ordered a cheesecake and they brought like three cheesecakes we're like what are you doing right now like he's not gonna eat three cheesecakes <laughs> uh but yeah uh it's I mean, you can have like you know usually i get like a chicken parm a lasagna i get a bunch of food you know from the buffet area because it's like delicious they have all these fancy desserts and all this fancy food like cheese has been aged for like 13 years and like Sephron, you know, I know where Sephron was. You know what Sephron is? No. It's expensive, right? <laughs> and they have Sephron balls, and you can have as many as you want of them. I can, I get like, like probably like fifty bucks worth of Sephron. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I can eat so much food. I can eat so much food. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll go one day. Trust me, man. It's gonna be great. I need Christina not to go with me though. Why? <laughs> She's so judgy when I eat so much food. Well, we, what you do, like I was doing, is I was working out, man. So I was preparing. I was like training to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. People train like to do like normal sport things. Normal sport things, yeah, yes. I'm training to eat. <laughs> people, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm training for this like three, uh, 5K coming up. Or I'm, I'm training for this marathon. I'm training to eat at Palo. <laughs> man, you're doing a lot of laps. What are you training for? Palo. I'm going on a Disney cruise. I've been there, done that. <laughs> If none of that fits your needs, you can visit Flo's Cafe, a trio of cars-themed eateries, Luigi's Pizza, Tomater's Grill, and Fillmore's Favorites. This quick-service option serves snacks such as burgers, chicken tenders, pizza, fresh fruit, salads, and sandwich wraps. Or grab a healthy smoothie at Sense's Juice Bar. Vanellope's Sweets and Treats serves handmade gelato and ice cream, candy, and novelty treats. The decor is themed to the Sugar Rush race car game in Wreck-It Ralph, including a racetrack and checkerboard pattern floor. Penelope's Sweets and Treats is located on Deck 11 and can be accessed through cabanas or from the pool deck. There is also Frozone Treats, named after the ice-creating superhero in The Incredibles, which produces mixed fruit smoothies. And last but not least, Ice Cream, a Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc.-inspired soft-serve ice cream shop with plenty of favorite Sunday toppings. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so much that we, you didn't even mention the history really? about the ship. You, know, you didn't really mention the miniature golf courses, did you? Maybe you did. I said mini golf course, but I mean, I don't. I couldn't go into detail about a lot of things. There's like a sports simulator up there thing, you know. Where yeah, you I saw something about that. I wasn't sure what that was. There's also, uh, you know, like all these different treat places that you can go to and these food, food places. And, you know, you even mentioned the big, um, what do they call it? The, 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 the Sinatron. What's the thing called on the top? The where you can watch what? the movies. What, the thing you can watch the movies in the very top. Oh, of, funnel, funnel. The funnel vision? vision. They got the funnel vision with the big screen. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like this Muppet detective thing, which I think you kind of mentioned a yes. little bit, but you didn't go with, about the Muppets though. It's like a whole Muppet thing, which is a lot of fun. There's fun games you can go on. Like we did, like uh, one the last boat that we were on, we did like an amazing race type of activity with the families. All these like family activities and 
games, magic shows. This could easily be a two episode podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you if you were gonna do any of the other boats, I would say just to do two because there's just there's so much. But the nice thing about um, and especially about the bigger boats is you can and i guess it's more like just doing the cruises in general is it's in t- completely and totally what you want to make you your vacation yeah if you want to sit in the adult area with a book and a drink and you don't run a you just don't want to have a care in the world and you just want to relax and veg out you can do that and if you are wanting to go 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 and do and explore with your family or what you can do that too i mean you can completely yep. both ends of the spectrum with it's it amazing. and that's what's so nice about it is everybody can kind of tailor it to be what they want it to be and that's what makes it worth it quick fire quick facts let's go the sorcerer mickey mouse on the disney dream stern is about 14 feet long Guests may only book one dinner at Remy or Paolo in advance. However, for guests that make an online reservation for Remy or Paolo dinner for the very first night of their Disney cruise, may also reserve a second Paolo and or Remy on one other night during their cruise. On the aqueduct, if a rider is under 7 years old, they must ride with someone 14 years of age or older. At 1,115 feet, the Disney Dream is longer than the height of the Eiffel Tower in Paris and longer than the height of New York City's famous Chrysler Building. Fret, founded in 1816 in France and now based in Milan, Italy, Fret created custom-designed bath towels and bed linens for the Disney Dream with what is regarded as the world's finest cotton. A light point is shipbuilder's lingo for anything that's a light. There are approximately 80,000 light points on the Disney Dream. On Pirate Night, the salon becomes the Pirates League for a full pirate makeover. We here at Disney's love Disney cruises and can't wait to go on the Disney cruise ship dream. It is loads and loads of fun. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Memory. 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 Alex can't do a memory because he has been on. Jen, you have a memory you want to share? So, um, the funny, one of the times that, uh, we went, we, it was a last minute deal. It was one of those things where, um, like we literally booked it and like a week two later we went. So it was kind of rushed, you know, like not thinking about what you're packing and things like that. And so we got on the ship, got settled, booked the Apollo brunch right away because it was last minute. So we had to go and book it in person and we were able to get it very excited. The morning of brunch, we wake up and there's a dress code and my husband forgot his shoes. Mm. So he had sneakers and flip-flops, which is clearly, you know, against their dress code. And so we were pretty bummed because we had a feeling we were going to have to cancel the brunch and, you know, we were really looking forward to it. So we kind of did the walk of shame to Paulo and, you know, explained what had happened. I mean, we had gotten dressed, I guess we were hoping maybe on, you know, the off chance that they were going to like make an exception for us. We'll come to find out they have had this happen before and they have an entire cabinet of 
dress shoes for men. Nice. So they just very discreetly pulled him aside and asked him what his shoe size was, gave him a pair of dress shoes, and we were able to have our lunch. So that was kind of like one of those things that you didn't know was there until it was. I was going to say, he should just walk around the ship and find people his size and be like, hey, do you have dress shoes I can borrow for tonight? <laughs> I need you to Apollo. We, They'd be like, I we understand, were, man. We yeah. were so I got your back. upset. So if you and that but we did find out that that was only on the um bigger ships that was on the dream and the um fantasy that they have that option so on the other ones would send you away huh i guess so man okay my memory goes with uh you know our first going on the dream it was our um first uh you know disney cruise and we were going with my son he was like what i think like four or three at the time and we kept it a secret from him, mm. even though we watched videos and we were excited about going on, this. you know, a Disney cruise. And he was a big fan of Disney already because we were always going. And we told we were going with Jen's family and, uh, you know, her son, you know, we didn't tell. They, they He knew that you guys were going on the cruise, right? Yeah. I think. But you didn't tell him that we were going. No, you didn't tell that's him. That's what it was. They did, you didn't yeah, tell yeah, him yeah. that you were going. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we were going, we were a little ahead of them on the highway. So we were going slow. We slowed down. And then when you go over the bridge at Cape Canaveral and you see all the cruise ships and you see the Disney cruise ship, it's probably one of the best feelings. So, you know, dude, when you're walking up to a Disney cruise ship, you know it's, up to, it's about to be on for how many time, however long you're going. <laughs> it's going to be fun. You're uh-huh. going to be eating and you're going to be having the time of your life, right? So, uh, you go over the ship and you see the ship and Nick's eyes are getting real big. We recorded it. You know, we're like, we're going on a Disney cruise. And he's like real excited. Then we go into the parking lot and Jen's family there. And <laughs> like, what, what are you? Double excited. They're like, what are you? Uh, her son was like, you know, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> and we're like, we're going on. And we're all like, yeah. It was like super excited. It was super awesome. That sounds You fun. know, it's going to be a memory that I'm going to have for the, the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know, with our families. And it's great. Has life got you down? Tired of working 40 plus hours a week? Ready for a storybook dream vacation? Check out storybookdestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation. Check out storybookdestinations.com to plan your next storybook dream vacation now. Looking for a cool custom magic band? Check out magicyourband.com to specialize custom skins for your magic band. Choose from over 700 professionally designed magic band skins. Even create your own custom design, maybe with this his on it. The decals are durable, waterproof, and easy to apply. People will for sure come up and ask where you got your magic band from. Just tell them to head over to magicyourband.com and start creating today. So, uh, Alex, you got any news? I do not. <laughs> I was quick. <laughs> How about, did you do anything Disney this week? Uh, we watched, um, we watched Zombies and Zombies 2, which are, oh, which are movies, uh, for like tweens, but some reason my daughter loves it and she loves zombies now and she wants to be a zombie <laughs> for Halloween. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's cool. How was it? It was pretty decent actually. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The mu- some music is catchy. It's not terrible. It's interesting. Um, they have werewolves in the second one. So I'm just waiting for the third one to come out. So they have vampires. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Disney has a lot of good Halloween stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're getting towards uh, around that time where we're going to start seeing it on Disney Plus. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus, is that on there? Yes, it is. Awesome. How about you, Jen? How about, did you got any news or do you have any, um, did you do anything Disney this week? I know you've been really busy. Um, we did, um, finish the trivia for, um, that's coming up. Oh yeah. September 15th trivia, right? So that's me next Tuesday, I think it is. And we're gonna have some prizes. Yeah. Jen, you got, you got, you said you were gonna make prizes. Yeah, we're gonna, um, try to get some, I gotta coordinate with you, um, for some of the stuff, but yeah, I think we're gonna try to get some, like a first, second and third place prize pack together. So. Yeah. And you, I mean, um, you have like a little craft shop, so it's me, I'm sure it can, can be something that's pretty cool. The um, news, did you see, I know that you have news about Disney World, but in the news of Disney Cruise, the Bahamas, um, which is where all of the um, ships are, that's their port, their home base port, um, the Bahamas moved their reopening phase to phase three. Mm-hmm. And that is um, allowing tourists in, but they have to quarantine was what I read. Um, nothing with cruise ships, but phase four is where they will allow cruise ships back into the ports. And Nassau uh, is a huge port um, and almost all of the Disney ships do, um, they do dock there sometime or another Um, and the dream that's one of the regular that's one of the dreams regular ports so the fact that it's moved that much closer to um reopening and that it's one phase away is something that's definitely promising yeah that's definitely promising for sure nice so some of the disney news i got is of course um you know disney's canceling all their christmas stuff Mm -hmm. so there's no gingerbread houses which that's something that we were going to every year yeah you didn't go to that. So have you been, sad about yeah, you've been that. To it. So I've seen it sad. once or twice. Yeah. yeah. The no gingerbread, no candlelight processional. Oh, man. That's something you were not a fan <laughs> of, even though I do enjoy enjoy going to that. Um, so what else do they do? And I guess no um, Mickey's Merry Christmas. What is, what's the name of that? What's the Christmas party, Jen? Mary's, uh, Mickey's, Mickey's Very, very Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, Mulan. Have, have you watched Mulan? No. no. Jen, have you? Mulan. No, we debated it, um, and we decided against it. Yeah, I heard I got mixed reviews from it. Um, Tara, one of our patrons, she really liked it. She 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 thought it was good. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews. Some people say they don't like it. I, I bet you, if if you if you hear those mixed reviews, it's kind of like, oh, you could like it, you could not like it. I guess. Uh, I have a funny feeling this is just a movie that's going to be enjoyable to watch, but I, I think it's one that I'll wait for for it to just come out when it's in November or something like that, so, uh, October or I don't know. But whenever it comes out on Disney Plus, I'll just wait for it. Um, I also want to say thank you to our patrons. You know, we have a couple listening to us in uh, live right now. So I want to say thank you to you guys. Um, if if you're not listening live, thank you for supporting us. We we really do appreciate it. If you want to go ahead and get on these live episodes, or if you just want to support us, check out uh, www.patreon.com/slash/dizhis65 and. Uh, it really does help us with the show and some of the funds that we do to run the show. Next week, we're going to have Trisha. from uh, She's not-so-evil uh, stepmother on Instagram. We'll get her information all put in the notes and everything like that. But she, and she's also a uh, writer for WDW Magazine. That's cool. And she's going to be on the show. And I also have a spotlight with her, so go check her out. And she's also an, an, an author of um, some uh, Disney books. You oh, know, really? kind of goes over... Uh, you know, going to Disney like with kids, without kids, about certain meals and stuff like that. At like some of the events that are going on there, for example, one of the books that she has is "Tasting the Magic from A to Z: The Best Food and Beverages at Walt Disney World." And she's some other ones too, kind of like pr- kind of help you prep going to the parks. 
So that's the his on the Disney dream. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.